95.1 The Peak FM. I'm John Eaton. Last week, we had a chance to talk to a young lady who just yesterday boarded a plane and flew to the U.S.-Mexico border where she now plans to walk from the Mexico border to the U.S.-Canadian border, all in support of my friend's house women's shelter and women's shelters across Canada. Speaking of Collingwood resident Linda Murphy, we had a chance last week to have a sit down with her before she took off to talk to her about this amazing journey. We started off by asking her, what is the Pacific Crest Trail? So the Pacific Crest Trail is one of the longest continuous footpaths in the world. And like you said, it extends from the border of Mexico to the border of Canada. So it's 4,279 kilometers in the wilderness. Wow. And, and this is, yeah, wilderness. Uh, people who've seen the movie Wild might might know what yeah. this is about. Yeah, exactly. That The uh, woman who is portrayed in the movie Wild, her name was Cheryl Strayed, and she did it back in 19... 19- 86, I think Mm -hmm. it was. And uh, she was totally running away from a disaster of a life. Just for the record, I'm not. Yes. (laughs) I'm I'm okay. (laughs) Um, I'm doing it for some other people, which we can chat about. But uh, I'm coming from a very supportive, healthy background, which is what is allowing me to be able to do this. And but that watching that movie is how I learned about it. And uh, thought someday I'd like to do that. And so now someday has arrived. Over 4,000 miles on foot. Kilometers. That, kilometers. Yeah. That's going to take you? Uh, five to six months, probably closer to six. Some of the younger people who do it, <laughs> closer to five. I'm under no illusions. <laughs> uh, you are living under the stars. Yeah. Uh, you, you, only what you can carry is how you yes. survive. Um, just like the women for whom I'm walking, right. uh, who are victims of domestic violence, leave home with just what they have on their back. I'm leaving home with just what I have on my back and creating safe shelter for myself every night in my little tent with my little stove, my little cup where I can boil water (laughs) to heat up my little food. And um, I'll get up in the morning, pack it all up and continue walking north home to Canada. Now, do you have a history of of this kind of extreme camping? Yeah, so uh, this is a little bit of the crazy part, and I don't want people to lose faith in me when I tell you this, but (laughs) I I do have a lot of camping experience, like just provincial park, classic Ontario car camping experience, a lot of day hiking experience, but I've actually never put the two together. I've never done a hiking camping trip. And as I trained for this hike, this trek... Over the last uh, six months, really, I've been training for a year. I've been planning. Um, I keep kept meaning to go out on overnight trips, but work, family, sure. life. And uh, getting ready happen. for this. Yeah. I've been out on the Bruce Trail so much, and that has mm. taken – I've tried for one full day, full pack hike a week. And, yeah, that takes one out of seven days a week gone. You've also been very busy because, as you mentioned, not only is this a, a hike as an experience for you, but your ultimate goal is to raise as much money as possible for women's shelters, not yeah. unlike my friend's house here in Collingwood. Correct. So I have named this expedition Hiking Home for Shelter, and uh, that's why I'm hiking northbound rather than southbound because I think psychologically the draw of going back to Canada yeah. is a nice positive pull for me. And uh, through Hiking Home for Shelter... I'm donating 75% of the proceeds to directly to my friend's house, back into our community, every penny wow. without a penny deducted. And 
25% will go to Royal LePage the National Shelter Foundation, and particularly that foundation because I am a Royal LePage realtor, so it makes perfect sense that every penny of the other 25% will go to the foundation, and they'll distribute it nationally to uh, some more remote shelters perhaps that don't get any funding or um, assistance from people in their community, and also to national violence prevention, domestic violence prevention programs, and that'll trickle down to all shelters in the country. And would you like to know how much you've raised so far, John? Yeah. So you've, you, now you have been raising money, as yeah. we said, for over six months now. Yeah. How have you done so far? I think I've done pretty well. I've had to uh, raise the goal a few times. Um, other people who are more experienced with fundraising has yeah. had a little more faith in me than I had in myself. Right. And, and I thought 5000 but a certain uh, young lady in the community, Julie LeBlanc, said, <laughs> you can go further than that. Sure You'll raise could. more than that. So Julie helped me set it to to 10000 and very uh, uh, sort of shyly, which is odd for me. But it, I don't like asking people for money. I, with a little trepidation, eventually put up my fundraising website and in a couple months blew past the 10000 A few months later, blew past 15000 Currently, we've raised $19,600, all for shelter. 75% of that to my friend's house, 25 to go nationally. That's amazing. And yeah. congratulations. But I, I want to give the website out again where people can donate because yeah. that's an incredible amount of money for one person to raise. Thank you. But it takes millions. So the most yeah. money, the more money we can raise, the better it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and just, you know, I'm learning a lot as mm. I go through this process. I, I've never gone through a shelter myself, but I'm learning from the staff of my friend's house. And one of the things I've learned is it takes $400,000 a year to just keep the doors open. Right. And so although, you, as you said, it's a lot of funds for one person to have raised, it's still not enough. We yeah. need more. Um, but I should also tell you that there's uh, another facet to the fundraising. Well, I wanted to ask you how you, because you, you've said 100% of the, the money is going to the shelters, uh, 75% to my friend's house, the other 25% to the Royal LePage Fund. How are you paying for this trip? Because that, so, yeah, that, so I, I mean, you're not working for six exactly. months. Exactly. So that's, that's the part. Of, people think, aren't you scared of lions? Oh, I'm more mountain lions. I'm more scared of not working <laughs> yeah. for six months. But um, so through this process, a few people came forward who were supportive about donating to the shelter campaign. But they also, as you said, you know, questioned how I'm going to pay for it and, and uh, bounce back from the income loss and so on. And I said, well, it's my decision. It's my choice. And my husband and I came to this decision ourselves mm -hmm. and accept full financial responsibility for it. Well, with that, a few people started to sponsor some gear and just like with my um, fundraising for the shelter campaign, I wanted it all to be above board, uh, easily checked by members of the public. Right. So I developed a GoFundMe page. And through the GoFundMe campaign, I have a list of gear and costs. And if people would like to sponsor, the, they can become an expedition sponsor. Fun. So, yeah, and that's kind of nice because the tent is named after certain people. My jacket's <laughs> named after certain people. And and I do that. When I unpack my bag and I'm going through you it, I go, I, like, my tent is from John and Jen Tyndale. So <laughs> I call my tent JJ. <laughs> and and uh, a couple of businesses have sponsored 
sponsor, Gerard Buckley of Mortgage Wellness, has been very, very nice. generous. He sponsored a dinner at Rupert's Landing, and through that dinner, they raised over $1,500. Wow. And I just got news before I came in here today, John, that uh, Gerard Buckley of Mortgage Wellness has sponsored my flights. That's fantastic. So that's pretty amazing. So there's two ways people can help yep. out. They can certainly help out with the, the fundraising you're yes. doing. They can help out with the expedition. Yeah. Uh, how do they do so? Yeah, if they go to gofundme.com slash hiking home for shelter, and all the links are there. The link for donating to shelter, um, the donation tab is there to donate directly to the expedition costs and sponsorship. They just have to make sure they leave a note in the comment section as to which item they'd like to sponsor. And then thirdly, there's the YouTube channel, and that's just for fun. <laughs> so I am becoming a totally amateur videographer of my journey as I get ready to go. I've got some practice videos up there. Okay. And uh, they can click on that link, youtube.com slash C slash Linda Murphy. But if they just go to YouTube and put in Linda Murphy PCT, that takes you there too. Here at Talk at the Town, we're going we're gonna to try and keep up with your journey. We're going to check in with you as yeah, that'll be as fun. best we can. I mean, you are walking through the wilderness. Uh, it, it is, what's the most frightening thing at this point? The most frightening thing. I'm trying not to be frightened. Um, I really feel like you I'm... You don't I'm, look at, like you have no, any trepidation I'm, at all. No. I, there are a few concerns. I think fright. I think there were things I was frightened mm-hmm. of, but the more I've educated myself and prepared myself, for instance, who goes hiking in the dark? That's that's a scary thing. Right. So I know that there will be times I will have to hike in the dark because the heat will be absolutely hiking prohibitive so in the desert. So you'd be better to hide in the day. Yeah. So I have gone out for night hikes on the Bruce Trail, and believe me, the, our beautiful Bruce Trail becomes really creepy at night. <laughs> I don't and, like taking out the garbage at night. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I've done yeah. it. So that's a fear I faced. Okay. I think it's. Um, Animals that I'm unfamiliar with. you're not familiar with. Rattlesnakes, mountain lions, grizzly bears. Spiders of all kinds of sorts? Um, Not so much because I've I've Ontario camped a lot. So I've, you know, I can shoo away a spider, no problem. But uh, those that could potentially Mm. do me uh, grave harm, that's it. But this is safe overall, right? In what sense? Well, you are on high high elevation mountain ranges that, and in some cases you're on a one-foot wide trail with thousands of feet drop off on the left and the right. And it can be windy in the desert. Very windy. The winds are pretty extreme. (sighs) You're braver than I am, Linda Murphy. Well, all the best to you. We are so excited for you. Uh, This is going to be a trip of a lifetime for you for sure. And congratulations on already doing what you've done over $19,000 for women's shelters and, and much of that going to our local My Friend's House. Thanks, John. Thank you for being here. We'll be checking in with Linda Murphy. Again, that website if people want to donate. www.gofundme.com slash hiking home for shelter.